0: Welcome back to another episode. Hey, what's up,
1: guys? Operation Hustle. Hey, hey. Today, we got Caitlin with us. What's up? And we got Alejandro. He's back from vacation. The
0: squad is in. Woo! We're going to go over some anxiety things today. We're going to talk about uh, learning new things. I mean, when's the last time you actually learned something new? Yeah. Tell me. I'd like to know.
1: Things (laughs) that we possibly have learned um, or things that we want to learn. But I did want to start off the podcast today with just giving a big shout out to our team, um, Caitlin, Alejandro, and Phil um, for such a great week. Since we've come back from Amazing Hawaii, week. they have been on it. Um, and as of yesterday, we have officially closed all trainer schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are looking for a new trainer. So if you're listening and you're a trainer and you want to work for yeah, us, you know, if you're definitely trying to build DM a
0: squad us. with us. Um,
1: but yeah, we, so we just okay. set an interview for Monday, you know, and we'll be looking for a new trainer to add to the team uh, ASAP. So thank you guys for really just working hard and Allowing us to get to this point of expansion because we couldn't do without you guys.
0: Yeah, thank you guys. Also, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram Facebook as fitness LLC, YouTube as fitness film house, and Instagram abs, abs fitness. fitness
1: underscore Brandon go. Florida.
0: Awesome. So, like what I was talking about in the beginning, um, about learning new things. So, I was watching some podcasts this week and, uh, it got me very interested in just learning in general. Um, Jim, I think Jim Quick was his name, and he was going over, like, when you actually learned how to read, how old were you? Um, And he said, I mean, the average age was pretty low, uh, like third grade, whatever, is the last time you actually put effort in learning how to read. And it was interesting how he just kind of, like, opened up my mind to, man, when's the last time I actually relearned something?
1: Are we all just walking around like zombies once we get comfortable in our job settings, right, and our position, And we're not trying to, you know, grow from there. And that's what I gathered from that. I mean, uh, fun little fact for those who don't know, because I really don't share this. I actually just shared it with a client yesterday Um, when I was in elementary school. I actually was in a small group for reading and math because those were subjects I struggled with. Um, So reading didn't come easy to me, but now I enjoy reading.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely not the best reader. Or speller. If anyone has my uh, contact information, you definitely know not. this.
1: This is how crazy this is. When we were first dating, I remember him saying, we're going to hang out Saturday. And he was like, he spelled Saturday S-A-T-E-R-D-A-Y. And I was like, Listen surely up. that was a mistake. And then I was like, so I posed the, the question again. There. And I was like, wait, what day? Just to see, you know, where his where his spelling, you know, uh, skills were. I dumbed were at. my he phone He did it down. again. And I was like, all right, that's not an auto correction. He really thinks Saturday is spelled. <laughs>
0: I'm definitely not the sharpest tool in the tech. See, I can't even speak now.
1: No. But,
0: uh, you know, but I am going to put more effort into it. Um, It just interests me a lot to kind of, like, relearn a skill that we already have and something that we don't really look into all the time. Um, We just kind of mosey through every day, like, oh, I already know how to do that. I don't need to improve on that, and uh, improvements are everything.
1: And Justin was watching a video, I think it was yesterday or the day before, on YouTube. He's always watching YouTube videos. I'm always like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's just watching info, something okay? else. Um, so anyways, he was watching a video <laughs> on taking notes, and, like, first of all, not only did that interest me, so I wanted to know what it was all about, too, but, like... I was a little bit inspired by him. I was like, look at him, like, watching a video on how to properly take notes just because you think you know how to take notes, but then there's always a better way to do it or organize it um, just so that you're a little bit more structured with your notes um, and you'll remember, actually, all the key points. But, you know, the guy had said in the video that, like, when you take notes, that's just like the key of explore exploration. You know, a lot of the, um, super intelligent people out there, one of the things that they do is take notes. Um, and you think that your conversations just with people or with clients, you know, aren't useful, but they are because you may have had a situation. And I think about this, you know, this week I had one of the other trainers, clients was really going through it and we had a really great talk in the office. And like, I should have wrote everything we were talking about or at least recorded the conversation, um, either recorded with a recorder or wrote it down because that conversation could have been useful with another client going through something, you know, very similar or just going through a hard time. And I may not have remembered what I said to her and it would have been, you know, just as useful with the next client. Um, but just taking notes, I think I'm going to start doing that going forward. Uh, or like I said, using recorder and recording conversations where I'm not sure I will be able to write everything down as fast but um, definitely everything that we talk about with people in general is useful for content of some way, somehow.
0: You can take notes on anything. I mean, you can take notes after you're done doing something, too, like being at work. You can take notes on your day at work.
1: Um, So that that was something that we learned this week. Yeah. Let's hear from them. I want to know what they've learned. It doesn't have to be this week, but just something that you guys have learned that you want to talk about that you think is useful to everybody here watching today.
2: I don't know if it's useful to everybody, but Justin was talking about learning how to – reread or relearning how to read it's funny you talk that up because i'm reading a lot of self-help books and at night i've been reading that before i go to sleep and it's like i'm reading but i'm really only skimming yeah and you know from school we just skimmed through those tech book textbooks and i got used to that just skimming and not really understanding the information so i'm finding myself having to reread that book so many times so learning how to read so what are you currently reading right now uh unfuck yourself Love it. Ah, okay. She, go. I can tell she wasn't like she Yeah, I say was the like, uh, it's I say free, it. <laughs> No, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but. this is a good
1: book. I read that one. It's definitely a good book. Um I think it talks a lot about just yourself and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong because it's been a while since I read it, talks about not caring like necessarily about what other people think of you. Mm-hmm. Um and I said this the last podcast and I said, "Listen, guys, I promise when you stop caring about what others think, it's the grass is definitely greener. This is one of those sayings on the other side. It is."
0: Yeah, I mean I'm up here pretty much telling you guys I can't read.
1: (laughs) And I I I still don't care. Right. I was in a
2: special reading
1: and math group. Yeah,
2: Yeah, even taking what Abby said and not caring what people like think of you, I've seen myself grow a lot and that factor in the gym. Not caring about like just me in the gym. I'm in my zone. I'm not worried about, oh, was that person looking at me? Oh, like, am I doing this wrong? Is that why they're looking at me? And there was another thing
0: brought up in that podcast, and the guy was like, listen. Think about even just like the stupidest thing, like doing something dumb in the gym. A hundred years from now, is that person that's seen you fall going to remember that? No, they're probably going to be dead. And no one will remember who you actually are unless you make a name for yourself. So if you kind of think in that way, like why do you care about what anybody thinks? Oh, wait,
1: I just want to address this quick. Somebody said, hey, didn't see you guys live on IG, so I'm here. Hey, hey, girl, we're here. Sorry, we could not get on um, IG just because of how big the group is with the camera. Um, today live but we are live on YouTube as well so today Facebook live and YouTube live um, we will be doing Instagram live in the future Um, but anyway I am curious to know exactly when you're telling us this what you felt like you were worried about others judging you about in the gym
2: at the end of the day I think it came down to my confidence just confidence in yourself and necessarily obviously I'm a personal trainer I know what I'm doing it was that anxiety the Anxiety, yeah, there it is. See, there it everybody goes. Has it. You know, no I'm, I'm just it. worried when I shouldn't be, you know, I should just be focused on what I'm doing in the gym at that time. And I've really learned how to just kind of let go and be myself. I'll catch myself dancing in between sets. Yeah. I'm really just trying to learn how to enjoy my time and not give a fuck gonna about what I'm going to give you a perfect example
1: saying. because this is definitely something I think a lot of women struggle with yeah. is going in the gym and worried about what others think. And I actually experienced this myself too, because I'm going to give you an example. And this was just online and not even in the gym. Um, but like I posted a video of me doing some um, elevated BOSU glute bridges um, in a group that's you know for women who lift. Um, and anyways, somebody felt the need to attack the post and was like, "We were in Hawaii," and I was like, "Justin, look at this." And she comment she comments and she's like, "I don't really feel my glutes doing that," as if now discrediting me, as if now everybody doing this is not going to feel their glutes. Yeah. Listen, and you know this best because you know you have that special hamstring. But that, <laughs> 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 but that. Um, not everybody's muscles are engaged the same way, right? Yeah. So although, and I commented back with that. I said, listen, this works well for me. What I do for my clients, if they don't feel the engagement that they should, is I'll band it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm talking them through as they do it. And then she still said, well, I don't use band. And it's just continuing to feel the need to attack. And it's like, okay, but I never said this is going to work best for everyone, I just posted it and said, hey, here it is, right? But so what I was going to say is in the gym, I feel that. I feel sometimes people will look at you and be like, oh, that's a stupid move. I don't know why she's doing mm-hmm. that. I'm doing it because this is where I feel my glutes engage best. Maybe it won't work best for you, but you just have to stop caring what other people think because you're right. You have to worry, be worried about what you're doing and, you know, focusing on your goals and how you're going to achieve those. And if you know that to be working best for you, then not to care what other people think. Yeah, Alejandro, what do you think?
3: Um, I'm gonna speak to that point. So, as far as caring what other people think, um, you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt because people that are gonna put forth their opinions, um, especially in especially in an unmeasured, unmeasured manner, uh, where they're gonna say something that's like brazen or not necessarily uh, taking into account different factors that may be included within like something as simple or as complex as a single leg glute raise. Um, you know, you do have to take it with a grain of salt that this person you know, their opinion might not even matter that much. So even if they have something to say, it doesn't mean that what they have to say is worth listening to. So you know, it's just something that um, I like to put everything through a filter first. So that filter is like, does this pass like a basic logic test or uh, a basic rationale or or, um, or, uh, emotional um, intelligence based test? And if it doesn't, I don't take that as seriously.
1: And then it's also too, like Justin said, like who is it coming from? Is it coming from some random hater or is it coming from your, you know, maybe fellow trainer? Because we all bounce ideas off of a, each other. Is it coming from one of your fellow trainers and like, hey, you know, you'll probably feel this better if you should do this, try this. And, you know, that's, it's different the way it's said. And then also who it's coming from, right? So, So, and if you trust that person, like if, you know, Caitlin or Alejandra or even Justin or Phil had said, hey, try this, you know, I would try it because I trust their opinion. I know that they're on, you know, that professional level, the same level that I am. And they have knowledge and skills in some areas that I may not. So like, it depends who it's coming from too. Like, and, you know, I want to bring this up because somebody brought this up to me and it's so, so true. It I trust the opinions of the people that are in the arena with me. So there is a talk by Teddy Roosevelt and he talks about the man in the arena. look it up. I you know everybody should look this up man in the arena. and it talks about when you're in the arena and you're getting your hands dirty and you know you're working hard. the people that are in the arena watching, right? they're watching you, they aren't in the arena getting their hands dirty with you. So you shouldn't care about what those people's opinions are. The people who are in the arena with you that are supporting you, that are encouraging you, that are pushing you, that are, you know, guiding you, mentoring you, those are the people that you should worry about. So if you ever upset that person that's in the arena with you, that's the person that you should bend over backwards for. That's the person that you need to be concerned about, whether or not you go up to them and, like, you've said something offensive and you want to, you know, you want to apologize and make things right, right? Or you just, they've said something to help you, and you're like, "Mm, maybe there's some truth to that. The people that are in the arena with you, those are the people's opinions that you should care about, not for the sure. people that are not in the arena with you.
0: Yeah, negative opinions are terrible. Um, they're needed though. We do need them sometimes. We um, do
1: because sometimes we use it as a driving factor. For sure, for sure,
0: for sure. Um, so, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much it on that subject.
1: Well, I actually brought props. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: Have you some spices? Spice
1: okay, that's nice, so. Baby. <laughs> And thank you, Kunika, for commenting and just engaging with us. Love it. Um, yes. So one thing I learned this week, I got here, I got basil, Great. and I got... Oregano leaves, and I brought um, coarse ground black pepper. Um, so I, yes, yeah, spice time. Um, oregano and basil. I put that together and made some chicken this week and made a cooking video, um, and it was delicious. But I it was uh, really just, freaking good. Even though I'm a nutritionist, the funny thing is I don't really do a ton of recipes. So like I've just been like experimenting lately, um, and I had seen uh, on Precision Nutrition they I me an email of different spices that taste good on things, and I saw this and I was like, all right, cool, let's try it. Delicious. So basil and oregano leaves on chicken. You can bake it. You can air fry it. You can grill it. Anyway, it tastes good. Awesome. Um, and then also, I, I forgot the dill weed, guys. But dill weed and <laughs> coarse ground pepper on salmon. Yum. Yeah,
0: quick food facts.
1: Yeah, quick food facts. <laughs> so that was something I learned this week.
0: Yeah. We can learn a new recipe. We can learn a new workout. We can go to a new park. We could do a different hike, like explore. Yeah. We only have so much time on this planet. And this guy that I was watching the other day, like you, when you count it down, like say the average person lives 100 years, you only have 100 summers in your lifetime. So what are you going to do wow. in those 100 summers?
3: When that's you break it down like scary. that, you
0: might change your mind no. a little bit more. <laughs> so I'm 30. I might have 70 summers left. And that's if, I mean, we make it to that 100. Zero zero.
2: So what are you trying is- over a 100? So yeah. it, it 102? Please don't
0: wait on anything. Um, Do like what you think is right and do what you want and be certain about what you're doing and it will be successful. Don't hesitate.
1: Well, one of the things you talked about in the beginning was anxiety. And I think all of us here can speak to that. So I want Caitlin to start us up on anxiety. You know, maybe what anxiety you felt, um, maybe how you dealt with it. Um, But I do think that this is something her and I have talked about a lot since she's been with us. So I want you to speak on it first. Yeah,
2: Anxiety is definitely one of my biggest struggles, but I'm actually, um, I've just learned. I've just got diagnosed recently, not even maybe like four or five months ago. Um, I've also, during that time, got diagnosed with autism as well. That's not something I publicly speak about a lot, but it's not something that I don't publicly speak about because I'm ashamed of. I'm totally open about it. Um, Thank you for sharing. Maybe yeah, I know. Yeah, um, now, as far as my anxiety, it's, uh, it's an everyday struggle. Um, I've been on meds. I've been off meds. I'm currently not on But uh, it's just really about just learning myself and what I can control. I can't control everything, and I'm kind of learning that. So sometimes I just kind of have to go with the flow. And that's my biggest tip. My biggest struggle is really um, just when I get overwhelmed. That's my biggest, biggest, biggest thing. It throws off my whole day, and then I'm just down in the dumps. I don't know. Sometimes I've come into work down in the dumps. I don't know if they've ever noticed that before, but I know, I try to keep my high hopes up and keep the energy there to keep the team. You know,
0: energy is always high, and energy yeah. is. I would have never goes.
1: known that, yeah. but you know, I can attest to that too. Uh, I've told her that where I experience anxiety most, and I know my husband, you know, lives with me, so he can speak <laughs> on this. But it's usually nighttime, like yes. when I'm like coming home from work, and you know, I'm just thinking about what I have to do the next day, or the fact that like yesterday I was exhausted. I don't think the average person knows how busy Justin and I are. We are extremely busy. I had one hour to myself all day yesterday, and I had to choose between do I want to work out or do I want to nap? Because if I don't get nap, I'm barely going to have any energy for any of the clients in the evening. So I chose to nap because I, you know, I care about my clients and I want what's best for them, not always what's best for me. Um, but then today, same thing. I'm going to have an hour, so I'm going to squeeze in a workout. I'm going to go back to work. I'm not going to get out till eight tomorrow. I got to go back to work, and then I got a wedding. So it's like that stress of thinking about all the things I have to do sometimes really stresses me out at night. Um, and for me. I've had anxiety my whole life, um, and I've gone on and off of meds as well. Um, Definitely after my parents died, I had to go on that because that was just like one of those things I could not naturally work through that anxiety or, you know, feeling overwhelmed. Um, But for me, working out definitely helps. Uh, when I'm feeling really overwhelmed, I have Alexa and um, I hate Google. I call it Hey Google. Hey Google. It <laughs> doesn't work for
0: Amazon, I swear. Anyways, She's so though. the
1: Google, if I like feel like I'm down in the dumps, what I will do, and this is just me, you yeah. know, you could tell it to just read you anything if you wanted to read you um, on Fuck Yourself or a self help book um, or just something that you like on um, YouTube. But I'll just say, Hey Google or Hey Alexa, start playing Joyce Myers. And every time I listen to her, you know, I'll hear something she says or I'll laugh or I'll resonate with something, and that usually helps me get out of my head. But getting out of my head, and that was taught to me, and I'm not ashamed of it. You know, I'm five years sober. I went to AA. That helped me become sober and stay sober. Um, But one of the things was idle time is bad time in the head. If you're a person who has anxiety or you're a person who's recovering um, from an addiction um, or, you know, even I think weight loss, when you have idle time, guess what that means do board a meeting stress yeah, eating you right? eating
0: and thinking eating and, eating mass- and thinking oh, really yeah
1: have. and it's you know people come to me about stress eating and I I stress eat myself because you know it, it's not all the time but I'm not perfect and I've said this before don't think yeah. that I'm perfect I this is a lifelong journey you know what I mean it's supposed to be a lifestyle but what works for me is coming home and if I'm already feeling down from being so stressed out and anxious all day long is usually having like you know, one of those, hey, Google or Alexa, read me something where yeah. I'm not having to read it because if I'm so overwhelmed in that moment, I'm not going to be able to get the focus to read. For sure. So. So
0: another way to like get over anxiety, at least for me, is like just facing your fears and don't let your fears control your life. Um, Easier and that said is,
1: than done. It's an emotion. <laughs> you know, and your,
0: your life is controlled by emotions. Um, if you're happy, you're most likely going to do better. Um, just based off of that emotion and just walking taller. and
1: Oh, that's a great one. Kunika says she listens to meditation music at Let's work go. and while she's Meditate. sleeping. Love yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So,
0: but energy, like I said, is everything. And if you have a good high energy, um, it's going to help you throughout life. And it will help you get over those anxieties if you start facing your fears. And the smaller fears will not seem so bad if you keep continuously facing fear. Um, that's just what I've learned.
1: How about Alejandro?
3: As far as anxiety goes, um, I don't find myself in many situations where I do feel anxious, um, especially not in public situations. But if it does arrive, it tends to be a a relatively tense situation. And I have experienced anxiety in the past, but I'm a very opportunistic person. And so I approached the problem um, as a challenge and an opportunity to grow myself. So I remember when I was 17, what, I realized, oh my gosh, I've been going to a magnet school for like the past four years. We do everything on an iPad. We communicate virtually. Um, I don't really know how to talk to people. And so I got a job as a server, and I started talking to people. Love it. Um, outside of that, I realized, you know what? I don't know how to fight anyone. If like I was in a, a self-defense situation, what would I do? And so I started doing martial arts. And so, like, that's given me a lot of confidence over time. You know, just understanding that even in, you know, certain worst case scenarios, I have like a a reliability and I can kind of depend on myself. Um, You know, I find that that has helped alleviate a lot of my anxiety and overall just having uh, an opportunistic outlook. Like, Like, you know, even in the worst case scenarios, it's like if I'm not dead then there's an opportunity. So, like, you know, there are some some moments in my life where I've questioned whether or not I had, like, the right outlook. But at the end of the day, it's the outlook that works best for me. And, you know, therefore, I've, I've like, asserted that. Um, so far, it's been really helpful for me. And even in, like, moments where, like, when I lost my grandma, when she died, I was like, all right, why did she die? Like, what was the cause? Yeah. She had been a smoker since she was 15 years old. And by the age of 50, you know, her lungs gave out on her. But that wasn't like that didn't really get me down. I didn't fall into a pessimistic mind state. I looked at what she did and I learned from it. So I looked at how she smoked like 50 years of her life. And I was like, okay, that's an opportunity for me to learn. And that's an opportunity for this to be a teaching moment for, you know, the members of our family that do smoke, that they may have the opportunity to like overcome that addiction because of this situation. And we see that all the time in our business. People are coming in out of like bad places, Yeah, because that was their opportunity. Like, you got to look at your situation and understand, like, oh, even if this does suck, like this is taking me to a low or this is set my bar at a lower state. And now I have the opportunity to look up.
0: Yeah, don't let your problems control you. Focus on the solutions. We all seem to hyper focus on the problem and it becomes bigger the more you think about it. And if you focus on the solution the same way you look at the problem, you're most likely just going to crush that problem down and face that damn fear and get it over with. And once the problem's done, it's gone.
1: Mm-hmm. You don't have
0: to sit there and think about it and talk about it and worry and worry and worry. Work on a solution. And that's what Alejandro seems to be doing. And it seems to be working well. Um, that was also on the podcast. I was going to talk about that, too. Oh, yeah. And you brought it up without me even telling you. What? That.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: That don't focus on the problem, focus on the solution. And how are you going to fix that problem instead of focusing on, oh.
1: This is just my experience as a woman. And and Caitlin can touch on this. But I do feel like, unfortunately, men have mastered this a little bit better than women. Like, we're like, okay, whatever. And this is like, they're so aloof. You know what I mean? Like. All right, uh, let it go. Let it go. That's what Justin will say all the time. Like, I, I can't yeah. just let it go the way I you can't. want me to. This isn't frozen. Well, what is okay? worrying do? That's what I say <laughs> to
0: Abby. She's mad at me. I'm going to say it again. What does worrying do And I get you? what
1: he's saying, but usually for me, the way I break it down is I try to think about what things can I control. So that's what I start thinking, and that's how I start to, you know, slowly compartmentalize. You know, if it's a situation, okay, is it something I can fix right now? No. Okay, check. You know what I mean? Uh, is it something that can be fixed tomorrow? No, check. So is it something I need to worry about tonight? No, check, right? It's something, and I used to be really bad about it. You know what I mean? Like even just making meal, meal plans used to stress me out. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I have 48 hours. And I would want to do them all in that one night and I stress myself out. And then I started to think, okay, I don't need to do it tonight. What does my day look like tomorrow? Okay, I have a little bit more time tomorrow. I said 48 hours. Okay, I have, you know, I can do it maybe after the evening if I would decide I need a nap. But just thinking about if I can control it and what parts of it can I control? Is it something that needs to be worried about right now, or can I push it off to the back of my head and worry about it tomorrow?
0: Yeah, quit worrying.
1: Easier said than done. A very very. Good key, I mean, but, but do you feel you. that way that like men are a little bit better at like that aloofness, that let it's it kind go? Yeah, brushing
0: it off the shoulder. It's the fuck it mode. Yeah. Ooh.
2: Hey. It's like that sticker, the car <laughs> sticker on the think back of cars. It is
1: about women yeah. that have it's harder for us. Do you think that this is like societal pressures? Do you think that, you know, you as women we criticize each other more?
2: Ah, ooh, that one. That yeah. last one. Yeah. Women criticize women so much. And I think now I've seen it a lot on Instagram and just social media in general. Woman empowering women. Like you shouldn't look at a woman and degrade her or comment it. I think we all should be able to lift each other up and Form as a community kind of the same lines kind of the same long lines of black lives matter right it's just all women women's of all colors all shapes all sizes right need to come together
0: imagine a platform with just like positivity a positivity platform where no one is negative think about how great that would be and how big that would grow
2: new business idea
0: it'd be insane
2: yeah nothing
0: positive everything's positive and nothing negative is allowed if you're negative you're gone you're on the negative side. I always
1: wonder why people <laughs> feel the need to put a negative comment. It's just like what I wish I had that much time in my day that I if I had something negative to say. It's so easy for me to put something positive like Let's go, yay, love that, right? And so I'm just like it's a simple comment. Boom. It actually like takes effort to think about something negative you want to write about that person on their yeah. post. And it's and just like that really? will
0: continue into their day. If what the did that do for you on the computer? Most likely, They're everybody in the in office person. probably doesn't like that person. Because they're always negative. They they're, can't even take their own They're spending own time. every lunch break. Exactly. <laughs> they can't even take their own time to have like a positive thought. It's just like, ooh, this girl's doing the squat wrong. And it's just crazy. So
1: I told this a while ago, but Caitlin doesn't know this story. So there used to be this woman that used to come to our old studio. Um, and she trained with my other trainer at the time. And I put up a, a video of myself at the beach, and I was in a thong bikini, a thong bikini. And Justin, uh, it was a leg day. Justin <sighs> took the video for me. It was aerial drone. I thought it looked sick. I it posted was dope, dude. Don't well, hate. it. Well this lady thought she was replying, like sending my video, because you know on stories, I put on the story to her friend. She actually sent the reply to me. Oh, no. And it said, and I'll quote it. You know who you are. You know who you are. So listen up. It said...
0: <laughs> we started a movement that day. Wow.
1: she's She works out so hard and her ass is still flat with a laughy face. And so you know what I did? I said, I go, really? Dot, dot, dot. So I took it. I screenshot it, put it up on Instagram, made a whole bully campaign, and all day long I had clients talk about a situation which someone made them feel bad. I tagged (laughs) her daughter who is in college on it, and I said, you should be ashamed that you have a daughter in college who is experiencing societal pressures and criticism from women, and you went out of your way to criticize me. Um, And she was so upset. She literally called me and demanded, I take it down, um, because of the company that she worked for was actually about women, uh, men view. And I think she was worried she was going to get fired. Well, crazy. you shouldn't have put it out there. Your
2: words, your choice.
1: Your words, yeah. your choice. I like that. Absolutely. So think about what you say because little did she know. I used to actually get made fun of for not having a butt in high school um, until I wore. And I'll tell this story. I had, used to wear jeans all the time, and I wore. I don't even know if my mom knows this. Small booties matter. Uh, uh, I wore <laughs> yoga, right? Small booties matter. Uh, I wore yoga pants, and I can remember the guys above me. Um, Above a grade above me going, oh, laughing at me, going, wow, Abby actually has a butt. So that was from there on out. I was like, really? I'm going to show you. Okay, okay.
0: And we all have uh, body dysmorphia. I'll tell that right now. We all have it. Every person I've ever met. So
1: that lady triggered me in saying that and didn't even know that. So you don't know yeah. what you're going to say. It's your words, your choice, and once you put it out there, you're not in control of if I decide to repost that and make a campaign out of that. Yeah.
0: But we and I told her, you know what
1: I responded to her with? I said, actually, it'll come down when Instagram allows it to come down in 24 hours. It was a 24-hour so post,
0: whatever. It wasn't a permanent post. But anyway, we turned a big negative to a massive positive. Massive
1: positive, yeah. So
0: like, if you approach situations like that, like it's only going to bring you positivity. I would like to play devil's advocate. Oh,
1: boy. Here we go. Okay. so Say um. it.
3: I have a couple alternative perspectives to bring to the table.
1: Okay. So, what is that?
3: As far as, um, you know, I think it's a very complex issue. Uh, let's, let's look at th- things from a sociology perspective. So we're at, we asked the initial question. Um, why do we think that men problem solve in a way that differs from the way that women problem solve? I think that there are a lot of structures that are in place that aren't just societal peer pressure. Um, but they're also biological. And, you know, there are a lot of different natures to to, to why this is a a sort of moving problem. I think it's pretty complicated. But I think that one of the overall arching themes between, um, you know, men and women deciphering problems differently is just because they, generally speaking, carry different responsibilities. And, like, you know, from a biological perspective, from a uh, societal perspective, like, the man is typically the breadwinner, whether, you know, it be the norm or, you know, whether our society be moving towards, you know, a more egalitarian society where women are going to be like, you know, 50-50 split between the breadwinners and yeah. not, um, you know, I'm not saying that there's a problem with either direction. No, I'm
1: following. I'm following. Yeah. But
3: um, there's like
0: a saying, standard now,
3: right?
2: For, yeah. Like
0: for women to be that empowering woman.
1: Yeah. And
2: now
0: you guys hold that standard to yourselves. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the men have just
3: kind of been there, I guess. And we don't. Really yeah. care. It's always been like, accepted. Like,
2: that's yeah. a
0: part of our responsibility. Exactly. Well, Even I say from an
3: evolutionary standpoint, it's like you look at what a man has had to do and what a woman has had to do. And they've been very differing roles. Like, um, the man has always been the one that explores, the one that goes, that hunts, that uh, does the, the major problem solving. Unless you're
1: a cheetah. That
3: area. I think it's lions. <laughs> I said maybe the man. cheetahs, too. Yeah. Wait, what? No, like the,
0: the, the lion, lion and men the stay oh, yeah.
1: home. Yeah. The cheetahs. That doesn't huh. mean they
3: don't get down in there. The king of the jungle eats. <coughs> Alright, so where's this going? So they're, they're <laughs> where does this go? Okay, never <laughs> mind. Let's not get off on the, the lion and cheetah tangent. Okay. I, even <laughs> though I would love to. Um okay. So my second point was towards like uh like only positive comments. So the problem with that is it becomes very monotonous and you would never have had that story to tell about overcoming No, I a
1: thousand percent agree. I, we're saying like, I think
3: was
0: just Justin's, idea, yeah, it was an idea like <laughs> okay. what would the world
1: look like if we all were more positive um, yeah. and there wasn't negative comments, but I agree. I mean, I say all the time, I'm not ashamed of the things I've been through. People are very, you know, worry someone, they ask me about being adopted um, and they're like, oh, you know, are you okay? It's like, I'm fine. I'm not a charity case, you know, so I get it. Mm. Um, if I never went through those experiences, I wouldn't be a strong ass woman right yeah, but yeah. Um, I think that the problem isn't necessarily, necessarily like negative comments in person it's the social media where that's taken that mm-hmm. um, so one negative comment leads into 30 or 50 and you got now the <laughs> rise in depression and the yeah. suicide rate for teens is through the roof mm-hmm. and that is one of the things that facilitates that is social media yeah. and the negative comments and one leading to another to leading another and you know one person saying hey she's a small butt and now she's for- had you know 10 other women formulating the same idea because she did it
3: yeah and
0: it's just something else to hide behind too yeah,
3: yeah yeah unfortunately um the perspective i was provided on you know negative thoughts as opposed to positive thoughts incoming into like the human psyche uh was actually provided to me by a man named jordan peterson that's cool. excellent like uh, uh clinical psychologist as well as you know just philosopher. very smart man um extremely smart like way smarter than me <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i deferred to him. he's older than you sir yes so you got time but um he he had a very interesting way of putting it. He said that we have evolved to process the negativity in a way that's ten times more potent than the positivity. Because the positivity, you know, it's great, it's wonderful, makes you feel good. But the negativity has so much more potential to to end your life, especially in like you know a, a situation where we're not in a first world country where things are easy, they're cush. You work a job, you earn money, you pay your rent, you eat, you pay the water bill, you have water, you pay the electric bill, you have electric. We don't need all of that, but our bodies and our minds are still like at that point where it's like, what is negative must be assessed immediately because that has an immediate potential of threat. Um, So it is very interesting to look at how social media pervades that type of of demeanor. Um, And it seems like it's more prevalent because people do have a keyboard and a, a monitor to hide behind. But I yeah. think that you need to take that same attitude and flip it around. You need to flip the script because when you're looking at something negative on social media, it took 10 times less energy for them to put that up. And it takes like well, 10 times more attention from you.
0: They're not going to come up to you in person and be like, oh, that squat is terrible. They might, but they're most likely not. And that's what I mean. They're yeah. just not high behind the keyboard, which is fine. Negativity is well, needed.
1: And what Konika just said is I think it's all about that. perspective. So we have someone that's just commented and said, it's all about perspective when faced with beca- adversity, because we can only control ourselves and not others. And that's so true. And we can only control our reactions. So, you know, I'm going to close with, hey, my tip for others and anxiety and not getting anxious about negativity, because it's all correlates and goes together, um, is just thinking about um, the fact that we can only control our reactions. So that's going off of what Alejandro was saying. Yeah, you do give them all the power when you react in a negative way back to their negative comment. Mm -hmm. You know, you saw how I completely took the power from that woman and she was powerless, calling me, begging me to to take down the story (laughs) because I took that negativity from her. And their yep. power was now gone. Yeah. That's so an awesome power you move. yeah, it was. I'm I not am. gonna lie. I still have <laughs> joy. Um, so, anyways, you know, you can only control your emotions and your reactions to people, right? So yep. don't get hot headed the minute somebody says something you that isn't what you want to hear. Think about it, take in what they're saying. If you don't think you can come up with an appropriate response, it's okay to take a breather, it's okay to take space, it's okay to not respond to that comment right away and come back to it when you are reacting, you're reacting without emotion.
0: Yeah. Is my tip. Your emotions run your life and don't let them. You control your emotions. So you might react to something, but you can control your reaction. And it's something that I'm learning myself right now is how to be emotionally intelligent. And that's a new thing that I'm learning on my list along with uh, apparently reading again.
1: (laughs) Yes. And then you two, let's hear some close-up stuff from you. That's how you Take it away, Ollie.
3: Okay. Um, So to finish out, I think that every negative um, situation is an opportunity. Every positive situation is an opportunity. It just depends on your mindset. So focus on your mindset. Focus on yourself. And, uh, you know, it's pretty much what your your mom, your dad, your fifth grade teacher has always been telling you. Focus on you. So,
1: yeah, love
2: sure. it. Love it. You have to think the same way because that's really what I was going to wrap up with. Like, focus on you and what you want to put forth. It's you versus the world, and I feel like that's a very strong, that resonates with me. You versus the world, it's you. Like Abby was saying, you have people in your arena, but at the end of the day, when you go home, who do you have?
1: You're the one that got your hands dirty. So if
2: you don't step back away from the world and learn about yourself, that's the biggest thing I'm learning right now. I'm stepping stepping back from my family my friends and taking time to learn who I am as a person. I love it. Love that. I'm excited to get yeah. to know
1: Caitlin and get to know who Alejandro decides who he is um, because I do feel like Justin and I know who we are at this point. But love that someone. you can Yeah, someone, <laughs> you're still evolving. You I know still what? Learn I every day, that. Guys, we're still evolving every day. All right, that's the wrap up. Yep. Thank you guys for joining us today here on Operation Hustle that is every Friday from 2 to 2 30 p.m. I'm um, a little bit later today right? guys. Uh, yeah, that's right. A little bit late start. Um but we are going to be live on uh YouTube that is Abs Fitness Filmhouse. Uh Facebook if you don't already follow us on fa- Facebook like us, follow us um it's like, subscribe, subscribe. Yep, Abs Fitness LLC is the Facebook page name and then on Instagram that is Abs Fitness Underscore Brandon, Florida, guys, um, and we are trying to go live on there as well.
0: Yeah, Google review us as well if you have not already. I know I ask you, I bug all you guys all the yes, time. Yes, clients,
1: please Google review.
0: Fitness LLC, leave us a written Google review. It goes Positive reviews way, only, please, guys. guys. Please. Yeah,
1: please. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> I'll all see right. you next Friday. Peace. Peace Bye, out, guys. guys. Goodbye.